I think back to all of the jobs that I've ever had in my life. And I have to say that I'm so grateful. I was never in a position where I had to do a lot of interviews on a regular basis, like to hire people for their career or for a job. But I will tell you, I had a position when I was in college. I worked at the Student Center at Texas State University in San Marcos. A shout out, Bobcats. Eat them up, cats. But um, I worked at the LBJ Student Center there. And it's still to this day like the most fun job that I had besides doing what I'm doing today. I love this job so much. The office that I worked in, I was there for three years. And the office that I worked in really was all about the student organizations on campus. And I worked for the director of student affairs. So think about all the fraternities, sororities, student organizations, like all of those things that people tend to associate with being fun and creating a community in college. I worked for the office where the director was my boss's boss. So I worked directly for his administrative assistant, and there were a handful of us student workers that would do a lot of like shift work as far as, you know, I didn't work a lot. And let's be honest, it wasn't a 40 hour a week, like full time, hardcore job, but it was amazing. I had so much fun. It's where I first emceed some events on campus, and those were incredible. I got to meet Aaron Barakovich because of that job. So like the real one, not Julia Roberts, the real Aaron Barakovich. Super cool. I bring all of this up to say this was the main job where I was in a management position where I did have to hire and fire people. And what I learned is These conversations can be super, super, super awkward (laughs) when you have to fire somebody. And, you know, here's here's an even like deeper. I had to fire my best friend. (laughs) Okay, you want to talk about awkward. I had to fire one of my best friends because he was not living up to the expectations that we had in that office. That's another story for a different day. But I know what it takes to be a good interviewer, especially in those awkward moments. So this is what we're talking about today. I'm offering you four tips for you to be a better interviewer in your content. This is not for interviewing people, okay? I just told that story to tell you that (laughs) I've been interviewing people for a long time, Uh, not for career paths, but I am excited to tell you about this because I have created hundreds of podcast episodes, thousands of pieces of content. And I am just really excited to share with you what I've learned about becoming a better interviewer over the years. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach you how to start, launch, and market your content with confidence. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of content creation, this is the show that will help be your time-saving shortcut. So let's get right to it, shall we? So there are going to be um, some resources, YouTube videos, previous episodes, and all of those are going to be linked in the show notes. So I wanted to tell you like 
straight from the get-go where you can find the show notes for today's episode. So you can go to crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 340 for everything that we're talking about here today. So if you're on a run, you're driving right now, totally cool. I'm gonna share with you all the things, but if you wanna follow up later and dig a little bit deeper into interviews and how to get better and all the things, I'm gonna have those linked in the show notes. So I wanted to tell you that. But let's dive into this. So I have four tips to make you a better interviewer. First and foremost, number one, I want you to ask better questions. This is a skill. You can learn this. If you're like, well, I thought my questions were pretty good. If you're having crappy interviews or you are just not happy about the quality of the interviews that you're having with your guest, you need to ask better questions. And I say this as like the tough love, like you you have to. You have to make the effort to develop better questions. Now, what do I mean by this? So I have, and if you're like, well, I don't even know what questions to start with, I'm gonna link to a YouTube video that is 10 questions to ask any guest. So if you're thinking, well, I haven't even started, I don't even know where to get going, it's 10 questions that you can ask anybody. It doesn't matter their industry, what your industry is, the topic. I want you to go watch this YouTube video because if you are asking questions that just end in yes or no, or maybe, or okay, that it's not good enough. Those are not good interviews. They're not good questions. This should not be, and this is like where I just, uh, I'm like pulling my hair out right now because I'm thinking about all the really bad interviews. <sighs> I'm gonna say this very lovingly, okay? I will have people from this community reach out to me and say, will you listen to my podcast and give me feedback? Now, I cannot do this for everybody, but I do it from time to time, and y'all, there's some really bad interviews out there, and I think you're missing the point of having a really good interview because the questions are, do you ever feel stressed when you do this? Well, yes, and it's like just very matter of fact. Yes, I do, and then... The person that's the host, they blame it on the guest. They're like, oh, well, they don't give me anything. I'm not getting really good answers whenever I ask questions. Ask better questions. It is do not blame your crappy interviews on the guest. First and foremost, like I said, we're 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 starting off with a little tough love. I'm like getting all high and mighty in my chair here because y'all, this is a problem. You have to ask better questions. So I learned this whenever I first started interviewing people. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. You can go back and listen to the first probably 20 episodes that I did podcast interviews. They were okay. Let's be really honest. They were okay. And the only reason why they were okay is because they weren't total strangers. The first, I want to say five interviews that I ever did as a podcast host, I either knew those people individually or they were friends of friends. And I didn't like, I wasn't worried about looking dumb, looking stupid or having like an awkward exchange. Like I was totally comfortable speaking to these people. This is kind of cheating, right? (laughs) But it's also where I tell you to start, like start in your immediate network. If you're going to start interviewing people, talk to your peers, 
talk to your mentors, like have people on the show that you already feel comfortable with, but ask better questions. Okay. And I don't want to give away what my last point is going to be, but you have to have this level of curiosity of just really wanting to know more about the person that you are talking to. And that is how you develop better questions. So again, I'm, I'm going to link to this YouTube video. I want you to go check it out. If you haven't already watched it, it'll be at least a baseline for some questions that you can put in your back pocket and you can ask all of your guests this because hopefully all of your guests will have different answers because everybody is uniquely different and has a story to tell. So that is number one, ask better questions. Number two, pay attention to interviews that you love to hear. Love to hear. Like, I hope that right now you're thinking about a particular podcast that you're just like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is the best interviewer there is. I love the way that they talk. I've talked on here before that I love Armchair Expert. I love Dax Shepard's interview style is so incredible. And I think that it comes from, one, he's just a super confident person and he just asks really amazing questions, but I always listen to it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that he's asking the question, like he beat me to the question I was thinking about. Like, oh my gosh, I wish that, you know, he would ask this question and then he asks it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is so good. So I pay attention and there's other podcasts that I listen to, again, going back to asking better questions that they ask these questions that's like yes or no and I am bored out of my mind. Um, I feel like I'm listening to a lecture that is like in a class that I wasn't even supposed to be in, but I'm forced to stay here because someone asked me to give them feedback on their show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like pulling teeth. This is awful. I pay attention to that too. So if you're listening to a show and you're like, that was a terrible interview. Why? Why was it a bad interview? If you listen to a podcast, like I love Smartless. This is another podcast I love to listen to. And when I listen to them, I just love so much of the rapport that happens between the co-host and the little inside jokes that they have and the little digs that they have against each other. Again, this is a comedy podcast, so it's very specific to their genre and their category of how they produce their show. But I pay attention to that. Why do I love listening to it? Why do I just really get engaged and fully invested in what they're talking about? It's because of their interview style and how they ask questions and how they show up. And again, I'm delighted whenever they ask the question that I'm thinking about, which brings us to my third point, which this is what you have to do, okay? This is my third tip for you. You have to think about what questions your audience has and ask those to your guest. So it's okay to come prepared with questions to an interview. I have a YouTube video that I can show you what I do to prepare for a podcast interview, and it's gonna show you the behind the scenes of my Google Doc and all the things that I do, but I am not afraid to go off script. So if someone is, you know, I have a guest on my show, and if they're talking about something and they mention a topic that I know my audience wants to know more about, 
I'm not going to look at my questions that I wrote down and say, I can only ask these things. These are the things that I have to stick to. This is the script. No, I say, ooh, tell me more about that. My audience would love to hear your story on that topic. And I just start chasing the things that I know my audience wants to have right? They want the answers to those questions. And yes, this comes with time. And it also comes with having a deep understanding of who your audience is and what kind of value you can offer them. So don't shy away from questions that you you feel it in your gut, right? Like I feel like it's part of that casual conversation and maybe this is more of my style, but I love it when something comes up and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to ask them this question. Like even if it's silly, I'm like, okay, let's talk about this for a second because like let's sit here because my audience would be so curious to know X, Y, or Z. So I brought an example and I, again, this is gonna be linked in the show notes, but I know that so many people in this audience know who Amy Porterfield is. You know that she has the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I've talked about her many times on this show and I interviewed her on this podcast. And one of my questions, I knew, I I kinda had it written down, but I just knew in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't know where I'm gonna throw this in, but I have to ask this question because people that are in this audience that are super fans of hers, maybe they've gone through her Digital Course Academy program or they've gone through List Builder Society, like they are in some way associated with knowing who she is and listening to her podcast, they would get this question. Okay, ready? My question was, where did you get your signature statement? If you're multitasking, come back to me. I wanted to know. I genuinely wanted to know. And this is another tip for you. If you have a conversation, if you have your mentor on your podcast or someone you've always wanted to talk to, ask them the question that you really wanted to know. Like this is something that maybe she had talked about it before in a live stream or a podcast episode, but I just genuinely wanted her to say on the podcast where that came from, because it's so directly correlated with who she is. And she says it all the time in her content. If you've ever heard her podcast, watched her on a live stream, like she says it all the time. If you're multitasking, come back to me. I have a picture I'll share in the show notes as well of when I met Amy back in 2019, I had a shirt created that said on it, If you're multitasking, come back to me. (laughs) It's something that her, me, her, and her team always joke about still to this day. But I wanted to know where did that come from? Because I knew my audience would want to know the answer to that question as well. So think about the questions that your audience has. And if you don't know your audience well enough to know what are the things they'd be asking, then you need to check out, I have an episode that's all about understanding your audience better. So I'm gonna link to that in the show notes as well. So again, the show notes, crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 340. Now we're on number four. Tip number four, to make you a better interviewer, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but this is a concept that I just call be genuinely curious. 
I want you to be genuinely curious about your guest because what I have seen is the best interviews come from a host taking the audience on a journey and they ask questions that go deeper into a conversation where listeners really feel like they're a fly on the wall. And again, I'm thinking about Armchair Expert, the way that Dax and Monica, again, they have this rapport between each other as co-host and people that are just friends in real life and they know each other very intimately, they can make these little inside jokes and they can ask questions about their guest to their guest and just be deeply curious to know more because they're like, oh, I know our arm cherries would be really interested to know, blah, blah, blah. That's another cool thing that you can do too when you have an audience like that and you're able to name your community. I always talk about our content creator community that we have here, our podcast community. But it's really important that you are genuinely curious about your guest. This is where the best interviews come from. I think about watching someone like Oprah, right? I used to watch Oprah on TV as a kid. And of course, I've seen her become this giant mogul that she is today. But she is a fan-freaking-tastic interviewer. It is why she is the person that interviews all the celebrities. She talks to literal royalty and she just does a fantastic job at it. She makes it look effortless. But I feel like she is genuinely curious. You can see it in her body language, in the way that she asks questions. And yes, maybe she plans everything out ahead of time. This is exactly what I'm going to ask people, and I'm going to do it in this order and everything. But she seems to be genuinely curious about the people that she's speaking to. So I want you to start practicing this. Ask yourself, how can I really flex my genuine curiosity to the people that I'm speaking to? And it's a skill. Y'all, interviewing is a skill. So if you feel like I am a terrible interviewer right now, good news, there's nowhere to go but up. (laughs) There's nowhere to go but up from here. And it does take practice, putting those reps in, talking to different types of people. And I actually have a podcast episode that I'm going to link to in the show notes that's all about how to be selective with your podcast guest as well. Because what people will come to me and say is, I just, I don't have great interviews on my podcast. I can never get it to hit right. Or I always feel this disconnect with my guest. And I start talking to them and maybe we're on a coaching call or I've been I've done this on a Facebook Live before and I get to the root of the issue and they're not attracting great guests to their content. And so in the selection process of getting a guest on their show, they're like, I really don't want to talk to this person, but they're here, they scheduled, they took time out, they're on the calendar, I have to do it. And I'm like, no, actually you don't. You don't have to talk to whoever you are scheduled. And maybe you have a virtual assistant or someone on your team that is doing all the scheduling for you and you go to the day of and you're like, I really don't want to talk to this person or we had a terrible interview and I don't really want to air this episode because it was so awful. I have had interviews that I've never aired. Have I ever said that here on this show? There are literal podcast episodes that I've created, full interviews that were terrible, that I did not air on 
the podcast because my duty is not to my guest. Because people will tell me this all the time. Like, well, you know, they took their time out of their day to be on my podcast and I owe it to them to air that episode. No, you don't. Did they pay you something? Did they actually pay you money for you to be on the podcast? If so, then maybe you probably do have some sort of legal obligation for you to air that episode, but none of my guests sign anything on my show that says I will absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, air their episode on any given specific date. That doesn't happen. Because what happens on this podcast is I am super selective with the people that I have, because my duty is to you, the listener, my audience. My duty is to serve you. And I can only do that if I bring people on this show that are going to add value, that are gonna open up. And when I am genuinely curious about their journey, they're going to share those parts that they feel like would add value to this podcast. So I feel like we kind of started with some tough love. Now we're ending with like a stern, hey, this is how I feel about my show. These are my principles when it comes to podcasts and interviewing. And it's not even just podcasts. We've talked about interviewing, but this goes for live streams. If someone were to be a guest on a YouTube video or wherever they would be a guest. So I want you to think about how can I be a better interviewer and maybe even find, here's a bonus tip, find someone that you love their interview style and see which pieces of it you can model in your own content. I think that this is really important is look at the people that you admire that make fantastic interviewers. You like their style, you like the way they talk, or maybe you just love the guests that they have on their content follow those clues. Those are clues of success because if you think that they're amazing, then there are probably other people out there that love that type of style and content as well. And you can mold that into your own version of how you want it to show up in your content. So quick recap, okay? The four tips to make you a better interviewer. Number one, ask better questions. Number two, Pay attention to interviews that you love to hear. Number three, think about questions that your audience has and ask those to your guest. And number four, I want you to be genuinely curious about your guest. So again, we're gonna have all the tips and resources and what we talked about today linked in the show notes. Go to crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 340. And that's all I have for you today. So make sure if you have not already to hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'm at Crystal Profit TX, Crystal with a K, Profit with two F's, two T's, TX on the end. Tag me and let me know what you thought about it. Maybe share the one takeaway that you had today or the tip that resonated most with you. I would love to reshare it on my platform as well. But again, that's all I have for you today. So as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 